you know, we just went through this whole strike, the writer's strike in Hollywood. Do you have any opinion on what took place or how it affects your clients? Honestly, to be completely frank, my clients were not affected mm. in a, they were affected in the sense of they were not working as much as what they could have been working. But because they were set up, we have them set up. They weren't highly affected. They had funds that they could pull from. And not only that- When you say set up, meaning financial mm, planning kind yes, of thing? Yes, we set them up financially. And mm -hmm. so their algorithms and their systems are set up to where they have different sources they could pull from. And those sources is their own money. Hi, my name is Jim Ellis, and you're watching Industry Insights, where we bring in industry professionals to share their knowledge and expertise to the next generation of filmmakers. We're here at the Film Hub. It's a co-working space and soundstage studio, and we're in the beautiful, film-friendly city of Vista, California. So if you're ever close by, drop in. You'll be pleased with what you see. Uh, today, we have our guest. Is, her name is Shamel Riveter. Did I say that right? Revetter. Revetter. <laughs> and she owns and operates a company called GYSIO, which I say Gizio, but it stands for something. So, Shamel, give it to us with some attitude. It stands for get your stuff in order. There you go. That's what, it, that's right. Mm -hmm. She got it right. <laughs> Isn't that a great name for a company? It's a bookkeeping and business firm that specializes with companies who are in the entertainment industry. She's actually worked for over 377 different artists and seeks to transform the approach to artistry and business to make you more successful. Got my attention. Thanks for coming, Shamel. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah. So obviously you do the things that nobody likes to do as paperwork. But I sense that there's a whole lot more to this company than the surface. So uh, what's, how did you get started in this? You know, um, honestly, I started the company because I was a background actress in Hollywood. No kidding. <laughs> and as you know, background actress is really not much to it. You mm -hmm. know, you're basically filling in for a film or for some type of talk show. And... I noticed, I was with an agency at the time, but I noticed a pattern within the industry when we would be called for um, to go to a production. And the producers would come out with their clipboard and they would point to each person that they wanted in uh, the studio for filming. Mm -hmm. But at that time... Um, all of the auditions and if you wanted to be a part of film at that time, it was in the newspaper. So you weren't, you know, people didn't understand that you needed to have an agent in order to get your foot in the door. They would respond to a newspaper ad. Mm -hmm. And so all these people would come and they would be waiting in front of the studio for hours upon hours. But when they got there, if the producer didn't want them, they were sent home. And it just pulled on my heart. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, this is so how are these people feeling when they leave? Are they, you know, having emotional issues? Do they feel like they're not worth it? And I had just made a decision that I would create a company 
that would give them an opportunity and train them how to empower themselves and do it for themselves, you know? Yeah. So see, there's a yeah. whole lot more to this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's great. So that's how I got started. Uh, you, uh, you mentioned in your, um, I think it was your website that you were inspired by Maya Angelou. Yes. How did she inspire you? Be you know what? It ties right into what I just stated. A lot of um, the actors or persons who may not have had an acting background that were responding to those ads, I was not confident that they understood who they were. And then after I got into the industry a little more heavenly, I noticed that a lot of actors did not understand who they were as a person. They didn't have a way to define themselves. Mm -hmm. And Maya Angelou, she said something that just blew my mind. And I'm like, that's it, you know? And she said, for many years, she had been defined by a whole society and she has chosen to define herself, hmm. you know, to give herself that own definition because she didn't like the definition that she was given. Huh. So what was that definition? She never said. Oh, she never said in this quote. She just said that for many years she had been defined huh. by a whole society and she didn't like the yeah. definition. So Put in she, a box. Like everybody, there you go. everybody's putting a box, I think, aren't they? If we think about media and television, that's really what's happening, right? You know, mm -hmm. you don't you don't see the full personality or the mm -hmm. full scope of a person. But was, was she a writer of some sort? How? Maya Angelou's a poet. She was a mm -hmm. poet. Okay, yes. mm -hmm. that's really cool. Um, on your website, it also said that you have a blend of grace, skill, and tenacity. How did you acquire that unique blend of traits? <laughs> I'm going to have to say my family, but <laughs> my um, I think that my desire to be a very genuine and loving and integral person led me to want to know more about myself in this world, in this realm. Mm -hmm. So my relationship with God is what allows me to have the tenacity to do right and to help other people to have the grace or accept the grace from God, you know, infinite source, whatever anyone wants to call God to mm -hmm. them, you know, um, allows me to operate in that grace in order to do the things that I'm called to do. That's awesome. So you can give out what you're receiving. So you can be Absolutely. gracious with people because, you know, God is gracious with us. That's, Absolutely. That's great. So what type of clients do you work with? Actors, executive producers, all the above? All of the above. We specialize more in the working performing artist. And those are actors, comedians, anyone that is making a pretty good salary. Maybe they have a contract with a um, network or something to that nature. And they're bringing in at least 150K from that contract. Mm -hmm. Those are the type of artists that we target because they're just entering into a phase of, you know, excessive income. Mm -hmm. And they don't quite know, not all of them quite know and understand how to manage that. And so that's where we step in and we help them understand that now that you're generating this income, you can present yourself as a business and not just an artist. Mm. Okay. So are there unique um, challenges working in the entertainment industry with these folks? Absolutely. Because um, one, again, I think the biggest challenge is that a lot of people don't understand that they are a business. A lot of mm -hmm. actors, those who are in the entertainment industry, they're focused so highly on the art mm -hmm. and on their craft 
that they, you know, it may not be intentionally, but they neglect the business and the financial side. So it's kind of challenging to get their mind to shift into understanding, hey, mm-hmm. I need to know what your budget is. Right. <laughs> you know, tell me how much you're spending on this type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think gaining the trust as well, because we hear all of the horror stories um, when it comes to movies and, um, you know, um, not necessarily movies, but the horror stories of people within the industry who have you know, really messed up their finances because they received this influx of income and didn't know what to do with it, or they hired people and just let them do it and did not have any type of accountability with right. those persons. Budget, so, kind of right. budgetary limitations. Right. Yeah, because how many mm-hmm. people do you see, even in the industry, who make six figures who are just broke at the end of their life? Right. <laughs> and they don't understand, hey, you, you're a business, so you can set yourself up as so yeah yeah well i think that's so important and um so many people like as as myself did when i was younger didn't think i needed a bookkeeper an accountant i can do this this is easy but i got myself in trouble too i did the same thing i did the (laughs) same thing i've been working in the accounting and bookkeeping industry for over 25 years and so i had to learn although i was i was working in corporate america majorly i had to learn how to apply those skills to myself Even as an artist coming into the industry, I never thought to record all of the different shows that I was on and Mm -hmm. all the different works that I had. I didn't think, Shamel, you need an artist's resume, Mm -hmm. just like you would need a resume in corporate America. You know, I just didn't think about those things. But we know how beneficial it is to have, you know, these things so that you can excel in the industry. So um, since you're talking about shows you were in, is there any shows that we would recognize that you've been in? I don't know. This one's old. Have you heard of Win Ben Stein's Money? No. Win Ben Stein's Money. That was one of the shows. And a major Win Ben Ben Stein's Money. Money. Do you remember Ben Stein? I remember Ben Mm -hmm. Stein, yeah. It's a game show. And um I that was one of my favorite shows to be on because Ben Stein, although he had that monotone, Mm -hmm. (laughs) kind of boring guy, but he would bring this beautiful dog and um all of us, of course, when you're responding to these ads or you are with an agency to be on these shows to work as a background actress, the main purpose during that time was so that during halftime, you can, I'm sorry, during the commercial break, mm-hmm. you could really display your talent because there were producers there that would probably take you on mm-hmm. and, you know, and get you in. And so I was excited. And that was the only show that I actually had the guts to sing during commercial. Oh, wow. <laughs> During the commercial break, and and I loved Ben Stein. I actually got to meet him and and speak with him. Yeah. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Well, we're, we're going to get you to sing before you're off this show. How's oh, that we sound? don't have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> How about uh, your business offers um, um, finances? Also, mm-hmm. you see, I think it said finance, your organization, and maintenance. Three categories. So, yes. So basically, it's business, finance, and bookkeeping. Business is falling under startup administration, which is where a lot of companies are lacking. Administration, business administration is going to fall under your planning standard of procedures. It's basically the funnel is how your client or your customer is going to flow through the company and the employee, how the employee will flow through the company. So standard of procedures, your um your uh, policy handbook and manual, those things, <clears throat> excuse me, is what we prepare um, so you for you. you prepare all of that? We do. That's a lot Customer more Customer than... service and relations, wow. we help you to define that. And, you know, yes, 
we that's, set up all that for well, you. That's huge. Yeah. And finance, to answer your question about the finance, um, we we pair you with the financial advisor and we help you to determine what the best financial strategy is for you at your current state. Mm -hmm. So it could be that we say, hey, you need to go on and open up a 401k, you know, and um, pay yourself a salary, yada, yada. You know, we, we really go into making a plan that fits best for you where you are. Okay. What if you have a project such as a film mm -hmm. or a television series that you want to produce? Mm -hmm. Do you, does your company find people that would finance something or angel investors who just want to see that project? We fly? typically out, we do, but we typically outsource for that. So we, within the company, our staff does not handle that directly, but we do outsource for it. And, but we do in-house find grants for you. Mm. So we, we will write grants for you. We have a um, program where if you want us to submit grants for you monthly, we will submit 25 grants a month for a fee. And um, you can it's like subscription-based. So you can set up a subscription with us and we will, for grant writing and submitting grants, and we'll do that for you. Oh, mm -hmm. wow. Boy, all <laughs> kinds of benefits to this company. Um, you might have touched on some of these, but what are mm -hmm. some of the common pitfalls that you see in the entertainment industry with regarding bookkeeping, accounting? You know, the biggest pitfall is, um, <clears throat> one, majorly people don't understand how important bookkeeping is because they pair the service with taxes. And although bookkeeping helps with getting your taxes prepared, it is not the same. Mm -hmm. Bookkeeping is the financial management of your day-to-day -day transactions. So that's everything that you're expending and everything that you're receiving in. Well, a lot of my, um, I will say a lot of my clients and just within the industry that we are working in, they don't understand that you have to let us know what you're expending and why, mm -hmm. because we're going to categorize that according to how you'll file your taxes. Mm -hmm. So the biggest pitfall we have is trying to scramble at the end of the year when clients do not provide receipts, receipts, receipts. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I fuss about that a lot. Receipts. Give yeah. me your receipts. Um, providing us their receipts and um, the forms of income that they receive because actors will go on, they'll do a show and the show may film in one day and they've forgotten about it. And I'm like, hey, where did this Warner Brothers deposit come from? Mm -hmm. You know, like, oh, I did a show a couple. Of, OK, mm -hmm. I need to know that, right. <laughs> you know, yeah. so that's the biggest pitfall. And when you don't have that organized, it makes it very challenging for you to get the proper write offs and um, in everything that you would need for your taxes. Right. Yeah. So it's also helpful just to know mm -hmm. what your expenses are against what you're making. Uh, so you can be aware of, well, I spent too much money on clothes or... That's budget. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And and when we have a consistent um, a consistent uh, notification from our clients of what they're expending, we formulate the budget for them. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them learn that they've spent a lot of money on food throughout the year. Yeah. Food's the biggest expense. Yes. Yeah, I guess you're uh, eating you know, out. Yeah, because you're not at home much. Yeah, with some of the, not in this industry. Mm -hmm. Get your stuff in order. That's right, mm -hmm. Gizio, and that's and you call it Gizio. We do. Oh, all right, mm -hmm. all right. I like that because I don't like the all the letters. How did Gizio help someone get out of a pitfall? I guess you probably kind of answered that. Well, yes. Um, 
I think that the biggest way that we've helped um, our clients is by formulating their um, financials Mm -hmm. in order for them to get their taxes done. And and because we formulated those financials, not only were they able to get funding, but they were able to get money back, not necessarily that they've paid into um, the IRS or paid more taxes within the year than what they should have. But these are legitimate write-offs where they're getting money back for having a business. You know, so when we formulate these financials, it it shows the tax preparer and we also do tax preparation. And most of the time we'll outsource for that as well, because it's a daunting task along with bookkeeping. But um, we've helped them to get a lot of money back for all of the work that they the funds that they put into their business. Mm -hmm. So um, that is really one of our star um, services, I guess you can say that we have on top of preparing the financials and getting funding. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of artists really like to see their budget. They like to see what they're spending money on and they are shocked at what it looks like. And I think um, there's a, the bookkeeping industry right now is very saturated and um, a lot of people are moving into bookkeeping. And um, the problem with that is <clears throat> I don't think there's a clear understanding that depending on the structure you have is the way that you have to set up your bookkeeping, the way that you set up those transactions. Mm -hmm. Categories. Thank you. And I didn't want to use any crazy terms. I don't know what people understand, but Mm -hmm. your chart of accounts, you know, your your equity, your income, your expenses. Um, It's a certain way that you set that up according to the way that you formulate it yourself as an actor, Mm -hmm. as a film company, whether you're a C-Corp, an LLC, an S-Corporation. Everything that you can get written off is not the same. Your deductions for the year, it's not the same. You have a good and well-rounded or full-charge bookkeeper when that bookkeeper understands and has a tax background. That's great. And that's what we specialize in. And that is the star service we have because our clients have benefited majorly from us preparing those financials and setting up those financials according to their business structure and not just, oh, I've spent this on food or, oh, I've spent this on um, marketing or, oh, no, it's, Mm -hmm. it's advertising. And what is, what is considered advertising for, my type of business. The actors don't understand that even the apparel that they put on, mm-hmm. it's a tricky um, category because technically um, the clothes that you wear cannot be written off, but an actor or as or considered a cost of um, goods sold. I'm going into big terms. I won't go too deep into it. But as an actor, there are so many um, different write-offs that you can have um, in comparison to a company because of the work that you do. Sure. And the clothes that you wear, because you're only going to wear it one time mm-hmm. on the red carpet or one time in a film, can be written off. Can be. It can be. Okay, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. So if these... you're going to wear it again, no. Oh, we only can wear it once. You can only wear it once. Ah, ah. So if you <laughs> want to get some good clothes, go find an actor or a closet that's too full, right? Mm hmm. Yeah. So if I have to call an agency or reach out to an agency because I'm going to a red carpet event and I'm paying a stylist and this stylist is going to actually build my wardrobe, I can write that off. Okay. So it sounds like you've worked with not just your uh, background actors, but have you worked with A-listers? 
I have a couple of A-listers on our books. Okay, so that's mm -hmm. what I wanted mm -hmm. folks to know mm -hmm. because that kind of separates you from the crowd of bookkeepers. You know, you have to work with people you trust. Yes. Especially when it comes to your money. So indeed. And I'm I'm really appreciate that fact. Other things that you've done um, have developed. Tell me about the Be Aware musical series. It's actually one of my favorite stage plays. So I'm a playwright as well. And the Be Aware um, musical series, it is a series that is focused on, it's a religious stage play. Mm -hmm. And it's focused on the scripture, Ephesians 6 and 12. Oh, wow. And it says, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, mm -hmm. but against rulers of darkness and principalities and wickedness in high places. And I read that scripture one day and there was just something in me. And I was like, I don't think we understand. This is not a war between people. me. Yeah, between right. people. It's right. actually something more than that. Mm -hmm. Let me kind of give people a visual of that. Oh, wow. And so I did a virtual presentation in the form of a stage play and um, gave people an idea of what that looks like. So the storyline is based in um, the church. And um, I don't know if I want to tell everything. All right, don't <laughs> but spoil it's it. Well, where can we it's, see it? Well, I don't know when we'll go back into production. We had planned to um, go back into production this year, but okay. we've just gotten really busy. I'm hoping that next year, maybe. All right. Maybe 2024. We'll look forward to that. <laughs> Another you. thing you developed was It's Possible Entertainment. What's that about? Yes, It's Possible Entertainment is our production company, and we focus highly okay. on underserved entertainment markets. So we go into these underserved markets and we help them to become an entertainment market and highlight the artists that are working hard there. And we give them a voice, we give them mm -hmm. earned media. So we interview them and you know, allow them to share what they're doing, why they're doing mm -hmm. it, and why they're choosing to stay in that market when they could be in Hollywood. And you'll find that the responses to some of these artists will you know, kind of blow your mind as mm -hmm. to why they prefer to stay in their hometown versus being in Hollywood where they know they can excel. Right. You know, so you're giving them exposure. We're giving them exposure and a voice. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. You know, we just went through this whole strike, the writer's strike in Hollywood. Do you have any mm -hmm. opinion on what took place or how it affects your clients? Honestly, to be completely frank, my clients were not affected mm -hmm. in a they were affected in the sense of they were not working as much as what they could have been working. But because they were set up, we have them set up. They weren't highly affected. They had funds that they could pull from. And not only that. When you say set up, meaning financial mm, planning kind yes, of thing? Yes, we set them up financially. And mm -hmm. so their algorithms and their systems are set up to where they have different sources they could pull from. And those sources is their own money. Um, for instance, uh, 401ks, life insurance policies, mm. um, other residual type of income, whether it be some type of e-commerce or something to that nature. Most of my clients are not just actors. They have, um, I don't want to call it a film hub, but they have film studios. They have schools and things to that nature mm. that they're working on. Mm -hmm. And they've learned the importance of that and how to build it with this financial planning and how all of those mechanisms work together. Okay. Mm -hmm. So outside of the actors, have you worked with uh, any 
like executive producers or are they, uh, do you have any executive producers as clients? Uh, we do, but our executive producers are also actors. Okay. Yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I guess you run the gamut in between that and an actor, right? So mm -hmm. uh, how does someone uh, get started working with you? Well, the first thing they do is visit our website and, um, and they'll hit the button work with us. And what they need to do and make sure to um, one of the biggest qualifications is they need to be making income because we can't assist if they're not making any money. Mm -hmm. um, we can consult and give ideas on how they can make money, but we would not be able to retain them as a client because they would not be able to afford us right. because they need to be making money. Mm -hmm. um, but the first thing to do is to visit our website at getyourstuffinorder.org mm -hmm. or gizio.org. Mm -hmm. And um, and click the button on the home page that says work with us. OK, so yes. if they want to find you, uh, what's the address they go to? They're going to come to the film club. Uh, oh, see, we didn't we mention that, did we? Film club. Yeah. So, yeah, can, and then a uh -huh. uh, website. Yes, it's gizio.org. And if they want to just learn more about um, my background and how we got started and all of that, um, they could go to my personal website which is my first and last name, dot me or dot com, shamelrevetter.com. Okay, mm -hmm. great. Anything else you want to tell these future artists? Or I want the artists to understand how important bookkeeping is. We have a promo that's going on right now, so it would be a good time for them to join the Film Hub as a member because we have a promo going on for Black Friday, mm -hmm. and um, it will give them a huge discount on their services if they joined the film hub and retained us as their bookkeeper. And this is also influencers. So mm -hmm. influencers, actors, comedians, executive producers, filmmakers, content creators, you know, mm -hmm. this is the industry for them or the industry that we like to work with. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Mm -hmm. Good. For more information on the film hub, follow us at the film hub Inc and visit our website at thefilmhubinc.com. The film hub. Inspire the creative, ignite the world.